When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. On June 1st, Switzerland announced the opening of the world's longest tunnel. Called the Gotthard Tunnel, it runs under the Alps to link northern and southern Europe. And at 57.5 kilometres, it's fair to say you certainly wouldn't be able to see the light at the end of it. Our resident technology expert, Peter Cowley, is here to give us the ins and outs on the project. Peter, tell me a bit more about the tunnel. Yes, it was. Uh, in fact, it was planned. Start, pl- started being planned in 1947. So it was only actually they, they started uh, broke ground in 1996. And the idea behind it was to try and flatten the route between Rotterna- Rotterdam and, and Italy. And the reason for flattening is it means you can run the trains faster. So at the moment, the current way is you've got to raise the height. You've got to, a zigzag in and out of the mountain to bring the trains up to a certain level to go through. So in order to do that, they had to go from further into Switzerland and further into Italy. So uh, it took about 20 odd years. We actually finished six to 12 months early um, and it's the longest deepest traffic tunnel in the world I guess the, the Swiss are good at getting things in on time. So how do you go about building a tunnel of this length, the longest tunnel? Well, any tunnel requires a lot of planning, of course, unless it's a cut and cover tunnel. So and planning is so critical. I mean, there's an example at the moment up in, in Seattle where it's been delayed two years because they bumped into something they didn't expect. And even the, the, the Gotthard base tunnel had a several months delay when they ran into some rock that was very loose and they had to stop and they actually had to dig and get at the front of the, tun- the tun- tunnel boring machine so it's also with planning finding where the weak areas are where the groundwater is if it's below the water table etc and once they've done all that planning then they can start to 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 dig and there are three real ways of doing cut and cover which you can only do if it's just below ground which is underground lines like the old district line the met line the subway in the states you can drill and blast which you would do if it was a shortish tunnel so you're effectively drilling holes and blasting and pulling forward or you can use the tunnel boring machines and in the case of the one uh, the Gotthard base tunnel they had four of those each costing about 30 million 20 30 million dollars weighing 3,000 tons and 400 meters long they're all each independently aimed at each other in the middle underneath the uh, the the mountain and what's that doing it's just cutting away and and they're taking the rock behind exactly taking it back some of which they're reusing to line the tunnel but most is is spoils that has to be got rid of and what are the potential pitfalls, things that you might need to look out for when you're doing something? Um, as I say, the, the Gotthard Tunnel ran into unstable rock. The, the one, the big birth of the biggest tunnel boring machine in the world, bumped into a steel pipe that was there and nobody had, people had forgotten about it. It took two years before they got at it. And it, I, I have actually built some houses up in Stamford and Lincolnshire, and I was doing some piling, and I ran into something which had turned out to be a gas main, which then <laughs> delayed the project for six months. And this was a joint project with a friend, and he'd forgotten there was a gas main across his car. <laughs> That's pretty basic, isn't it? To make sure yeah. you've got no gas mains <laughs> yeah, exactly. on building a tunnel. Um, so, the, I guess the thing I'm thinking is, we've had the Euro Tunnel for a really long time. We we've been doing this for quite a while. Is there any new technology involved? Surprisingly, not. I mean, when I looked into it, the Samplon Tunnel, which isn't very far from the Gotthard Tunnel, which was finished in 1906, they were it's 12 miles long, so six miles in each direction. And when they met each other finally, they were only eight inches out, 200 millimeters out. So look, this is 110 years ago, and they, you know, so they really, what's improving though is safety, safety and speed of digging. So 
So the number of people lost, lives lost in those days is, was many, many times more than now, and it's much quicker to do it now. And um, now that we are getting quicker, could we see more of these in the future? It seems like a much simpler, quicker way of getting around. There are more and more. There's a Chinese one of 76 miles long. They're, they're talking about doing it. And robotization will make it safer still. Sensors, there's whole things which will actually make it easier to... Um, to, uh, to build tunnels. And they're actually talking about tunnelling underneath Cambridge at the moment to get from one side to the other. Cambridge being an old city with g- population that's growing very rapidly is really struggling to getting, getting the traffic from one side to the other. Oh, that'd be quite ex- exciting. I thought the other thing was a cable car. The other thing is a cable car. Can you imagine a cable car going over the cabin over King's College Chapel? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Peter. Thank you. It's Peter Cowley, tech expert.